Blog Talk Radio. because of no fans and a man wore a KKK white hood in a grocery store. All right. We got a new addition tonight. Uh, My kettle's corner. I got something to talk about. Cocktail of the week is the maple bourbon smash. Also, what's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news. We're going to lighten it up. Speedy Gonzalez arrested in Georgia. Everything going on in Georgia. What's going on with that? Um, A pint-sized driver surprises a trooper. And a Louisiana police search for aggressive chicken. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi. Uh, My Hollywood wrap-up with me, Kettle. Um, The kiss it list and the last word. 
sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topic. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, ready to kick off our uh, hot topics. Uh, yeah, we're going to uh, fire them up. You got that first story, uh, Red Wine? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and hit it. Go ahead. Here we go. We got the mother of an unarmed black man killed in Georgia speaking out. Now, you probably all saw the cell phone video, right, showing the moment. The 25-year-old Ahmaud Arbery was shot and killed in southern Georgia. Of course, that prompted not just local but national outrage since it surfaced online this week. But his mother says that she cannot bring herself to even watch it. Now, in this 28-second video, Ahmaud Arbery, who is a brother, can be seen jogging around the neighborhood, which is his neighborhood that he was jogging in, just outside the port city of Brunswick on a sunny afternoon in late February, and the footage ends with two loud gunshots. Now, Gregory McMichael, who's 64, and his adult son, Travis, who are both white, told police that they grabbed their guns and hopped in a truck to pursue Arbery after seeing him running through their neighborhood because they believed he was responsible for several several recent burglaries. Now, the father, the 64-year-old man, claimed that his son got out of the truck holding a shotgun and was attacked by Arbery, Mr. Arbery, according to the police report. The two men tussled over the firearm before Arbery was shot, as seen in the cell phone video, which was allegedly taken by a bystander. Now, Arbery, who lived in Brunswick, is just one town over from where the two McMichaels, the white guys, where they live. Uh, the brother was pronounced dead at the scene by the uh, the coroner, and there were no weapons or anything found on him because he was just out jogging. So the brother wasn't strapped or anything like that. Now, the two white men were arrested on Thursday, uh, which was yesterday evening, and they told the police that they, like I said, believed that he was a suspect and a series of break-ins uh, that had been happening in the neighborhood. But here's the kicker. No such string of crimes was ever reported to the police in the weeks preceding this shooting, according to a police lieutenant uh, that he told CNN. So where all these burglaries were happening and who told the police, I don't know. But the police said they didn't know anything about that. Now, these two men who shot him... Uh, the McMichaels, they're now facing charges of murder and aggravated assault in Arbery's death, according to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. And, um, you know, when you saw it on the video, how how the, the shooting went down, and, of course, people calling for justice. So the way all of this went down, they, um, the two men, the two the two white guys, they rolled up on this brother, at least from what I saw in the video. Somebody said something to him. It looked like the son then jumped down off the truck and had a shotgun in his hand. So, of course, Arbery tried to move the shotgun or pull it or get it away from him, whatever the case, and now the brother's dead. So at first, now this, keep in mind this happened in February. 
So these two men have been walking around free uh, prior to yesterday evening. So I don't understand why it took public outrage before these two men finally got arrested. But it wasn't until the video got released online and people started demanding justice, protesting, and all of that, which was only over the last few days before all of a sudden now they can finally go and arrest these two guys. So it just shows me that, once again, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Because otherwise I feel like if that video had never surfaced, these two uh, McMichaels men would still be, you know, riding around in their trucks, potentially going after somebody else. I mean, I don't know. Like they shot a nice deer. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so who, who are all... they calling? Who, who, who did they call? They didn't call anybody. Complain about? Are you sure? <clears throat> Wait a minute. When you say who did they call? Who are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, who did they you... call? The the father and the son. Did they call someone, or did someone else call? It doesn't say call that they called anybody. Call as far as the police you're saying away. Right, right. I thought somebody called the police or called um, saying that this black guy, whatever, he's out here, and I think he's a suspect, so to speak, or whatever. No, you know they, they were acting like it was hunting season. It was acting like it was hunting oh. season on his ass, and they went after him first. It was the same situation with Trayvon Martin and everything else. Every time, every time you know, white folks feel that they are, are chasing a so-called suspect, everything is in their mind and what they want to feel on what they're chasing and why they're pursuing the person based on how they feel. And if you look at them two Bamas oh, on, on TV, they both are sitting there orange suits in, in, in a little detention center now, they both got beards growing out of their ass like they're two bears sitting up there with no type of whatever. And then what gets me is when they say they both grab their guns, plural, okay? You both going to grab mm-hmm. your guns, and this man ain't got – this man is jogging, and y'all grabbing your guns, and you go after him. He's running in one direction, and you're following him. And to me, it's like, I mean, come on, really? Every Whatever you see on your mind or feel in your mind is not how things are. But you know what got me is to see his mother. She was incredibly calm, and I I, I respect that so much. You know, she was such a mm-hmm. a pleasant looking lady right. that uh, when he showed on the news, her disposition was so lovely. Where where she was just being so you know, because she understands the fact that the odds are against you going in. You know, mm-hmm. so in order right. to freak out and everything and pop a vein in your forehead or pop a vein in your neck. It's really not going to make it better. You have to really use your head because once you keep your mind in perspective, your common sense will come out a lot more clear as opposed to you losing your mind and yelling like a maniac and everything like that. That that, that common sense goes out the window. But I appreciate her disposition and getting lawyers and taking it slow and everything. But them guys are sitting there with them little orange jumpsuits on looking like two straight bammers. You know, like and they yeah. live in a little, you know, it was just, you know, it's classic, but but you never know because another uh, another situation on the story is the fact this man used to work in the prosecutor's office. So they went through three district attorneys because they had to get out because of a conflict of interest because they were saying, right. well, they were, perfectly, they were perfectly legit in shooting the guy because he blah, blah, blah. So they had to get rid of these people before they can get a prosecutor that was going to go after them. So when you got to go through th- three prosecutors to get to somebody that's going to be impartial, that that's a very racist environment, you know, to right. show that your people at City Hall is already defending you 
this goes to show you they their biggest bigger Bama is the guy that did it. So it's it's vicious. Wow. I mean, yeah, I, 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 can never, I can I can never step my big toe on the other side of D.C. I would never go to the South. That just ain't me. I'm sorry. I'm I'm too black and too proud. And I would never live on the other side of D.C. I'm just, it just ain't my thing. I'm a northern guy. Call me a Yankee if you want to. I ain't taking my ass down south. That it just ain't me. I know that's anyway, what I'm but, uh, but, uh, yeah, well, I did hear, I, I do recall after you said that, I had to think about it. Mm-hmm. I did hear mm-hmm. another report saying that these two guys claimed that they called somebody. I don't know if mm-hmm. it was the police or who they claimed they called saying that they saw somebody, and, and and I don't recall what they said that they saw, but I do remember hearing that on one of the news reports. I just don't know. I can't really repeat it because I don't really know what they said, but I do remember hearing something about that. But, but your mindset, when you see a black man running, you think he got a fur coat underneath his jacket, or what? What do you think he's possessing? Yeah, if you're out jogging, where, then you're where, probably wearing something that's jogging attire. You know. So, I mean, if you're jogging, you're not sprinting. Yeah, and they you're sure jogging wouldn't. casually. So, it, it surely you couldn't look like you were running from the scene of anything. And they sure wouldn't have grabbed their guns to follow a white woman with big titties that was jogging. How about that? Anyway. I'm just gonna keep it. You know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm just speaking on the whole gender aspect, the color aspect. You know, this was strictly racial. You wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have went after a white guy. You wouldn't have went after a female, white female. Don't get it twisted because you know when it comes to black, I don't think a gender is even involved when it comes to a racial on that level. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. but if you got any, any uh, comments or. Um, Anything you want to say, give us a call. If you're on the line, just press 1. You'll be put in the queue. Uh, what's that number again? 914-803-4306. 4306. Well, Red Wine got it by heart. I guess I need to learn that. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm going to um, speak on this um, uh, this hot topic um, when my kettle's corner come up. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. You, you guys, but hold on to your seat. See that. All right. All right. Okay. Let's see. I think you're up next, Papa Didi. What you got? Uh, I got here. New York City police officer stripped of his gun and badge after video of an uh, arrest uh, prompted an investigation. All right. This has happened in New York City. Like, like we said, uh, New York City police officer was placed on modified duty at the video surface of a uh, weekend arrest. His name was uh, Officer Francis. X Garcia was stripped of his gun and badge and the investigation had been launched by the Internal Affairs Bureau regarding the uh, arrest in a lower Manhattan in lower Manhattan this weekend. Video of the incident obtained by CNN shows a scuffle between a person and the officer before that person is put in handcuffs while he's on the ground. And one officer tells people around them to move back while holding a stun gun in his hand. Okay, the video then shows the person approaching the officer before the officer pulled him to the pulled him to the ground, punched him and slapped him around, and then two other officers assisted him in the video as they stunned him and, and just uh the man was just shaken with all the electricity that two officers were putting in him with the stun gun. So it was just it was just a black man of course. Anyway, so like I won't say of course, but you know, this this is getting it right. this is getting really I don't know. I just they just feel like black men just need to be slaughtered, you know, it's just unbelievable how 
how your mindset based on your aggression is based on the color of the assailant that you're apprehending. Damn. Anyway, so, but the, um, so one person tried to intervene and was arrested before the third, then a third person tried who also was arrested. So it seemed like the public was trying to help out this situation and nobody would let them get in because they saw this was strictly, the person was already in handcuffs and was still being shot by a stun gun. So I'm sure you'll see this on the news here coming up shortly. So right now they put the man on desk duty, the two police involved on desk duty, internal affairs is investigating it. And um, you probably didn't hear about it because the networks don't probably want to put two black stories on at the same time. But you heard it first here on the Pajama Party. So uh, mm. we, we're going to tell you about stuff you ain't hearing about on the network. So anyway, mm-hmm. another tell story. You, tell you to your mm-hmm. Story number two, okay? Black people getting stunned while already in handcuffs. And uh we gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, this yeah. stuff keeps happening. You know, it's just like the same story rehashed, different mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I just don't understand why this continues to happen, but Okay. The US meat workers are quitting as virus ridden plants reopen. America's meat processing plants are starting to reopen but not all workers are showing up. I've heard that before. Some still fear mm-hmm. they um, get sick after the coronavirus outbreak shut more than a dozen facilities last month. Employees are taking leave, paid and unpaid, or just quitting. Wow. Um, at, the, uh, <clears throat> at the JBS U.S. in uh, Greeley, Colorado, absenteeism is running as high as 30%. Before the pandemic, wow. it was about 13%. The company is, is um, paying about 10% of the workforce, people deemed vulnerable, to stay home. Others aren't coming in because they are sick. Um, goes on to say, meat plants have been at the nexus of coronavirus hotspots across America. That's true. Um, I've heard about the meat plants and the chicken places. Um, this is crazy. The disease spread through plants in March and April as companies struggled to adapt their workplace to new rules dictated by this pandemic. So um, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, it's almost like the plant might have to close. Um, But I did hear recently about um, some chickens um, of state, New Jersey, that they had to um, kill about 2 million chickens because they didn't have people to process it. You know, wow! From being from being sick or just being uh, just quitting or just not coming in, same like here, the meat meat um, processing uh, companies. So you know what's going to happen. They keep on talking a, about a. I'm story. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was I just going to say they yeah. keep talking about that. Yeah, so of course it's going to be higher prices, and I did read an article recently that McDonald's said that they're just going to. Order only what they need, not more than what they need, you know. So, hey, burgers and McDonald's are going to be going up. So, well, I heard that Wendy's had a, had signs up saying no burgers. They had what? Yeah. Wendy's was having signs up saying no burgers because they, apparently they, really? they don't do frozen. Yeah, they do fresh. They do all fresh their beef. allegedly, they do all their beef <laughs> allegedly <laughs> fresh, allegedly. So, yeah, they were uh, <laughs> so they had, they had a follow up. 
here to follow up on the lie, you know, so they kept it yeah. going. They gonna be serving oh, oh, calls after uh, a while. Oh, we gotta go ahead on the faint because the air is bad. We need to just go ahead and faint right here on the ground. They gonna be serving sliders up in there. Yeah. Saying, well, look, cut those burgers into four, and we are gonna call them sliders. Well, I tell you, the one thing you know, I always, I always say, you know, going forward, I always say that Martin Luther King, I feel personally was 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 assassinated because Martin Luther King had the ability to get people together and boycott, you know. And when you boycott mm-hmm. somewhere, they don't make any money. <laughs> and what's happening now is a boycott that was caused by a, 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 a you know, by a pan, by a pandemic that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's just causing people to not make the money they used to make. And the sad part about it, what bothers me, is that some people was making mad cash. They were making big money with their little whatever businesses they had. You know, they were breeding off of whatever different areas by them or different plants by military bases mm-hmm. where people just brought stuff or people that was by the headquarters of the police station downtown D.C., the stores and the vendors. Then when people come in there for different criminal uh, criminal cases and all, they stop and get a coffee first or get a donut only because they're down there because they got some stuff going on in their life. They got a case against them so they're buying off of them. But now that the police station is closed, they're not getting any business, but you were breeding off of people who was going through some crap anyway that wouldn't even be in that neighborhood unless they had some business at the headquarters, you know? So it's a catch-22 mm-hmm. type situation. You feel sorry for the businesses in some respect, but some people was making money based on other people's miseries, and they were living large. They were selling bullshit products, you know, burgers, you know, same old bagels and nasty-ass coffee, something you get on the run. By the time you get on the damn metro, you taste the coffee and say, damn, this shit is nasty. You didn't go one stop when you brought the shit, you're ready to pour it out. You can't pour it out because you're on the train. But anyway, it's like, you know, it's everything, half the stuff in the world today is crap that we deal with every day because we're we're inconvenient. You know, we call somewhere at 2 o'clock in the morning, we work overnight, we call a restaurant that's open 24 hours, and the guy bring us a damn uh, stromboli that's half cooked or whatever, we got to deal with it. It costs us $20. So, See what I'm saying? A lot of businesses have been mm-hmm. bullshit in the public for a long time. And we deal with it because that's what we do. How many times have you ate something and throw it away and say, damn, that was a waste of 12 motherfucking dollars. And you threw $12 right. in the damn trash yeah. that, that tastes like shit and you just threw it in the trash. It's like, damn, what the fuck did I spend money on that bullshit? I should have made that turkey sandwich before I left home like I started to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, you know, you, you, you just... But anyway, now these businesses are crying broke and crying crazy when they've been ripping people off for a long time. So for some of them, I say I feel sorry for you, and some of them, I say good for your ass. Do better when you're open. Nope. Do better. You know what I mean? Right. I just want to put that out. Yeah. Like, right. I did notice that a lot of the grocery stores are now putting um, a maximum purchase on meat. You know, like if you buy packs of chicken mm-hmm. or packs of oh, meat, yeah. they tell you you can only yeah. get two. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they're already they're, they're making sure that we don't they don't have a toilet paper situation. Yeah, it's right. meat. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw exactly. I saw I saw an lady in in Walmart the other day. This lady had like nine packs of toilet paper. Okay, small Just woman. She didn't she didn't really have enough ass to accommodate the toilet paper that she okay. brought. I said, you know what, honey? I want to say. You don't even have enough ass to accommodate all that toilet paper that you're allegedly going to use on that little ass you got. But anyway, I'm but just saying that was what, my inner, but once, inner thought. But once you get to the register, 
a lot of times you're going to get kicked out anyway. You can, if the quantity is one, it won't let you bring up another. It's just like no, Walmart can um, let you. Walmart lets you get whatever you're going to get. They, you know, they wide open. They're going to change their tune soon. Trust and believe well, I'm, I'm talking about the one in, uh, well, I ain't going to talk about where I live. Y'all might come after me the way I talk about white folks on here. <laughs> but anyway, what I'm saying uh, is. Uh, uh, uh. That one out there in Iowa that you shop in? <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, welcome back, to, welcome back to the pajama party. I'm one of the host, Papa Didi. I'm here with uh, Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darlings. All right. Uh, going to get to our uh, next segment of uh, Hit It and Quit It, but first we'd like to uh, throw a shout-out. Uh, you got a shout-out for something? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the bombshellexperience.shop, not .com, .shop. That okay. is the mm-hmm. bombshellexperience.shop. That is a local entrepreneur who has a lot of great cosmetic products for men and women, but they've got your skin stuff covered. they got your... Uh, your cosmetic uh, makeup stuff. They got they got some good stuff. Something I'm gonna just say something for your lips. Something for the eyes. Something for the lips. Something for the skin. They got mm-hmm. the lashes. If you do the lashes, ladies, check them out. Lashes. If you like your nails to look right, check them out. Mm-hmm. If you like your skin to look nice and bright and tight, check them out. So okay. check out the Bombshell Experience dot shop. Please remember it's dot shop. Okay, that's one of the newer domains available out there on the internet. The Bombshell Experience dot shop. And they'll be coming to the show here shortly, uh to to, to talk about their product personally so when we so we line them up time and see what we can set up as far as them coming yeah, let's here get and, them on and the show. promoting their own product. Can we know. get them on the show? Yeah, we can yeah, we can do All right, Cattle, too. can we uh get them on the show? We're gonna yeah, get the bombshell like crew on the show. Tell us all like about what they have going on. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So, All right. We're going to kick it back to you, Papa Didi. Hit him and quit him. Man, y'all working me to death. Yeah. Uh, okay. Earn your keep. Anyway, uh, Frontier Airlines, they're going to drop their open seat fees that uh, that drew attacks. Okay, now peep this here. Frontier Airlines is dropping plans to charge passengers extra to sit, ne- to sit next to an extra seat. Uh, empty seat, excuse me. People sometimes request to sit next to an empty seat because they want to just have the seat for whatever you want to have it from. People charge them for it. But now that the corona is in in effect, the seat is empty any damn way, okay? So Congress said, why are we allowing these people to charge for an empty seat when nobody's riding these trips? They were charging people to sit next to to an empty seat that weren't even booked, okay? Let's look at these. You know, when you do something based on a situation of somebody else, that's some foul shit. You know what I mean? Excuse my language. No, don't excuse my language. I curse to make it sound better. Okay? You're going to charge somebody to sit next to an empty seat that wasn't booked from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So Congress said, nah, 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 nah. Now, here's the CEO of Frontier Airlines. He says, we recognize the concerns raised that we are profiting from safely, from, from safely, trying to, uh, you know, trying to earn a profit based on empty seats, but that never was our intent to to raise money on that. Then what the hell was your intent, you you greasy slime ball? Yeah. How are you going to tell <laughs> – they, they, they wrote a letter to Congress 
They wrote a letter to Congress saying, we never really meant to draw profit. Okay, well, if you charge me $350 to sit next to an empty seat that was already empty from the beginning, what the hell is that? It's profit all day, okay? It's a, it's so sad. His name is Barry Barry Biffle. He's going to be on our kisser list. Our kisser list comes on the end of the show. That's when we make a list of people that we're really telling to kiss our ass, and we got a nice song for them. So put down Barry Barry Bristle. He's the CEO of Frontier Airlines, little sneaky, conniving little bastard. You said Bristle? Bristle, B-R-B-I-F-F-L-E, Biffle, Biffle, okay. yeah. From Frontier, and got it. From Frontier. Now, this guy's probably raising a damn trailer park, okay? Now, he done been raised up and got <laughs> went to college and shit, and now that he went to college, got a degree, and he fresh out of the trailer park, now he feel like he could do some stuff to rip off people, knowing damn well that he was eating, you know, what, what, do, what do poor people eat in the trailer park? <laughs>
What's this? What's L and B? Oh boy, I, I've What's been that? out of school for so long. Which number L V. Yeah, what number? The Roman numbers. L B. Well, the V is a five. Is that fifty five? It'd be it'd be it'd be fifty five, right? Okay, fifty five. Because Thank my eagles one eagle my my eagles one fifty two. Just so you know, all right. So okay. it'd be Thank five. Thank you very much. One fifty two. Go <laughs> eagles, right. baby! All right, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. So they say the Super Bowl fifty five may push back. Super Bowl um, sites, however, are required to free up more than um, dates if the event game is moved, being moved. Um, so don't know when that might be. Also, Roger Cadell, mm, he's still going to kiss the list. I don't give a rat's rabbit's ass. Recently reduced his roughly $40 million salary to zero. Yeah, right. I don't believe that. Oh, he did? That's wait a minute, wait said. a minute. Yep. Hold up, hold up, <laughs> hold up. So Goodell gave up his salary? Is that what you How said? How long? Say. Yep. Not long, not all the salary. It said How much? How much? reduced. Reduced. Let me get recently reduced his roughly forty million dollars salary. So he might be getting twenty. So he reduced it. He didn't say don't give it to me, but he reduced it. Well, how much? How uh, much does a person need? But I mean, reduced it to what? Heart. It doesn't well, say. You say he reduced well, first of it. All, he, he's been making forty million dollars a year for the last five years. So. To reduce it, would that really, you know, change anything he, in his he's, life? He's been a commissioner for 14, it says, a 14-year commissioner. Yeah, well, he came on after uh, yeah. the other guy, uh, oh. Pete Rosell, okay. whoever it was. He, was he used to be the assistant commissioner he took I over, but he's making he big money. Up. He's living large. He's living large. So, yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. a millionaire, so, then what, what's the difference, you know? Your yeah, money's making true. money. Your money's making money, uh-huh. so what the hell does it matter what you're making when your money's making money? So anyway. they say they're going to push what? the dates out and the arena still got to hold, hold the space? Yeah, yeah it is. Okay. I guess we said a year out. You have to, you know, let's be, let people know where it's going to be or whatever, but they might have to push it for another year out. That's what they're saying. Also, the pay reduc- reductions have, have gone into effect at the league level. Various management level execs at the league office will see their pay stash, I'm sorry, slash by 5% to 15%. Okay. And the next set of the NFL owners meetings is going to be scheduled May 19th through 21st, but it's going to be virtual. So, you know, I guess everybody's okay. just trying to stay safe. Yep. So, um, and but they it still also got plenty stays, of money. That's true. That's true. They do. So it also says the NFL will receive a schedule on Thursday. A full 17-week season will be scheduled, with some games possibly shifting to Saturdays. No London games are believed to be on the um, on the season. They said they're going to scratch that because they usually go overseas, right, Papa? At least once a year or twice a year or something. Yeah. They go overseas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go once they so go to England. Scratched. They also go to they go to Mexico also. Right, so that's oh, they scratch did? for this year. So. Yeah, they got one game in Mexico and one game in London. Okay, well, they scrapped all that now. <laughs> they scrapped that, so, yep. So, hopefully the NFL, like you said, they got plenty of money. They should survive. Yeah, they do. They just try to act like they were into the whole uh, pandemic thing, but they didn't, they didn't really give a damn about it. When they did the uh, draft, 
You were like, we're doing a draft, yada yada yada. But now they realize and they need to act like they need to act like that. There's a a, a pandemic going on and they're concerned that about they're it. They're concerned, yeah. Yeah, they're concerned. They're gonna push back. They, they're giving themselves a lot of leadway. Is what they're doing. Well, but, here's uh, my question: Since Roger Goodell took this uh, salary cut, does that mean we do that we cannot put him on the kiss it list this week? No, he's always on the kiss. Okay, yeah, cool. he always. I just want to know. All right. He's full of crap. All right, just wanted to check. Mm. <laughs> I was trying to make sure he didn't earn his way off of the kiss it list. Okay. Okay. Was that all you That's had on you? that one, Kevin? Oh, yeah, okay. that was it. Yep, yep. All right. Well, I want to talk about this fool, I mean, uh, this man that showed up in a clan hood at the grocery store, called himself oh, wearing a mask. Uh, this dude... Mm. <laughs> A customer at a Southern California grocery store chose to wear what appeared to be, I don't know why they say appeared to be, I saw it. That's what it was. It was a freaking Ku Klux Klan hat, mm-hmm. hood, whatever they call it. Right. Uh, to come in there and do his grocery shopping, ignoring mm-hmm. all the requests from the staff in the store when they were saying, sir, you, you can't wear that in here. You're going to have to remove it. But he still let him in. Yeah, they let him in. And when he came in with it, they tried to tell him, that's not appropriate, you need to take it off, and blah, blah, blah. And he refused to take it off. So now the San Diego County Sheriff Department is looking into the incident and saying that they might pursue criminal charges. Might. Now, the dude was was photographed. I know. It's crazy. The man was photographed by customers at uh, the Vaughn's Grocery Store in Santee last weekend. Mm-hmm. And you can see an image of the person bagging fruit in the produce department while wearing a stupid hood. The thing was fully covering his head, had a point on it, and it had two holes cut out for the eyes. Now, how is that not mm-hmm. a clan hood? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. So um, the uh, employees at the grocery store said they asked the customer to remove the hood, but the customer ignored the request until they until he got to the checkout area. And they said that this was a disturbing incident for our associates and customers, and we are reviewing with our team how to best handle such inappropriate situations in the future. So basically the store <laughs> people... Didn't know what the hell to do. And they bitched up. And they, they bitched up. Exactly. They, they were like, like sir, could you, you And that's the problem please, with the world today. Sir, would you, could yeah. you, would you? And the man was like, no, I'm not taking off my, this is my mask. Y'all want us to wear a mask, but this is my mask. And they were like, but sir, Where? that's. But let me yeah. ask you a question. I don't understand. Like, now let's just say that, you know, usually the policy of a supermarket is, is shirt and shoes, you know. Yeah. Now, let's right, just say a, right. a, a black man comes in there with no shirt on, okay? He's proud of his muscles, and he's just showing he's, he's in there with no shirt. Got his wallet and ID and all that jazz. Now, if they say our policy is no shirt and shoes, they would do everything they can do to stop this black man from shopping, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't have a shirt, you got to get out of here. But when it comes to their own kind, they're so afraid to pro- Nobody afraid to approach their own kind. Because they know how crazy those motherfuckers are. That's the problem. That could be. They know just how crazy their own people are. And they know their own people's always packing. They always got a gun. 
So they don't go near them. They don't even approach them. They well, we tried to stop them, but we but they know the end result is that the boy got three guns on him. If you're gonna come and wear some crap like that, then you following the tradition of the clan totally. You got something to protect yourself. Especially if you buy yourself with yourself. You know ain't no solo white man gonna come in somewhere with a clan outfit on and not be packing some type of pistol somewhere. Yeah, you either packing or you just real crazy. Yeah. So and, either way, they don't want to mess with them. And they know they ain't gonna mess with them because they know first of all, white folks know how white folks are. Okay, that's why I tell people all the time. Never talk to white people about another white person. Don't do that. I don't but give a shit how thing. much well, hold up, Red Wine, hold up. Let me just get this out here so the public can hear this shit. I don't care how much you trust that white person you're working with. Never talk to white folks about another white person. Don't ever do that shit because it will all it will always trump your black ass. Okay, so don't I don't give a shit if you think the other white person is crazy and the white person you talk to is cool. Fuck the two of them. Okay, don't talk to one about the other because it's going to get back to them inadvertently. So just keep your black ass safe by keeping your business to yourself. Just understand them two motherfuckers and lead them and feed them both with a long handled spoon and fuck the two of them. Don't tell one or you know Jacob is fucked up. Don't tell fucking John. Don't tell fucking you know Joshua that Jacob is fucked up because they're both fucked up in all actuality. So just keep it to yourself. Just watch the two of their asses. I'm just saying, go ahead, real one. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I was just gonna say that, was, that, that with a, them saying that the police are saying that they're gonna look into it. If the man had a complete hood over his face, unless somebody went out and looked at his tags on his car, I don't know how they're going to find out who it, who this is. So I don't know how they, they plan to investigate this. I don't know if that was just one of those lines mm-hmm. to say, all right, y'all calm down. We'll look into it. Yeah. And then that was the end of it. So, yeah. anyway. But I, I want to say something here also, and I'm not trying to over-talk anybody. I was at a resort area called Massanutten one time. Yes, Massanutten is a, is a resort which is over in, in Virginia. And it's actually, it's like down the street from Charlottesville. If you get off the train, if you catch the train to Charlottesville and you get a you Uber or something, it's really down the street from the, the Charlottesville train station, about maybe 10 miles. It's an area called Harrisonburg. Harrisonburg, Virginia, and the resort's called Massanutten. I was there one time, right? You know, I'm married. I was there with my side piece, right? So me and my side piece, wow. we're sitting by the pool, right? And these two, these this white couple, their kids had swastika armbands on their arms. And I'm sitting, I'm already on, on the, in a lounge chair with a towel over me, you know. And I look over at this, this white guy and his girlfriend or wife, whatever she was, but I look at the kids and they're got, they have swastika armbands. Not only did I get the hell out of there, I wasn't going to go on the other side of the pool to get away from them. I just got out of that area, period. I said, oh, hell no. The kids had swat, they had green armbands with German swastikas on them. And I was like, you got to be, and these kids were no more than four years old. And they had German hey. swastikas. Man, let me tell you, me and my side piece got up out of there with the quickness. Ooh. All right, all right. It, it, I was like, I was scared and to death. Was how many years ago? Well, was it like like recent. It was about about three years ago, something like oh, that. Okay, so we're not talking about like in the seventies. No, like no, this is about three 80s. years ago. You know, I was scared yeah. to death. I wanted, to, you know, maybe they're trying to try and tell me something. I dropped my side piece off, and I went home to my wife. I was like, shit, I, you know, <laughs> fuck all that. So, <laughs> 
Maybe that was the message, huh? That was the message. I said, nah, fuck all this. Crazy. Anyway. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cattle, help me. <laughs> I still my stop piece. Look, I might talk up with you later. I said, look, oh my God, I said, look, the coochie's good, but I'm going to drop your ass Oh, okay. Uh, that uh, scared your your the hell out of me. I need to lay on the oh, pillow next to my motherfucking wife, okay? Oh, I had to go back home to my wife. This oh, oh, oh. scared me, but I had to get back to reality. I dropped off okay. that fantasy. I, I had to get back to reality. I'll be gracious, honest with you. Anyway. Gracious. Yeah, I, okay. All righty. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, all right. Oh, we're gonna take a little treat before I get into my comments. Yeah, let's take a break. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with Kettle's yeah. corner. Kettle's gonna put it down for us. All right. Yeah. yeah. This is pajama party every Friday night, nine o'clock, nine fifteen CP time. All right. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Oh wait, that's what we doing. Okay. We're taking a break. All right. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> so welcome back to the pajama party. Morning, host Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. And red wine. How about that? <laughs> I'm like, where's red wine? You know, oh, so my wrong. gosh. All right. I think he's still on that Nazi story. That thing got him thinking. Oh, Ooh. boy. Okay. All right. Buckle up. All right. Well, it's time for Kettle's Corner. Kettle says mm-hmm. she got something for us this week, so... We're going to give it over to you, Cattle. What you got for us? <clears throat> well, it's a lot going on with this um, shooting in Georgia and the one that the um, caller told us about in Indianapolis. Okay. Well, I said I got to put uh, my hand to the paper. It's all right. You guys ready? All right. Ready. Let it rip. All right. It's called Wake the Fuck Up. We need to stop okay. this modern-day lynching of our black men, especially. These southern states with these so-called cops and people who have guns, stop taking matters into your own hands. You are not authorized to harass, talk to anyone like they are less than, or take matters into their own hands without some other authority to help them guide them in their decisions. We need to choose wisely of the people we select to be in these positions of law enforcement. We need to reach out to our congressmen and women to change some of these choices that the voters have selected. Also, law enforcement need to implement a protocol for people, um, police, I'm sorry, police officers to abide by and not make their own choices as individuals. Stop taking matters in your own hands, law enforcement. We need responsible and clear-headed individuals to enforce our laws, not stupid-ass niggas. Drop the mic. Ooh-wee! That was <laughs> She came in with guns I'm just, I'm just tired. Like you said, we have to do something. Ooh. You know, we got to continue to march or whatever we got to do. We got to say what we feel. And that's how I felt. I'm just tired of it, you know. So yeah, we got to do some changes somewhere. Yeah. Nothing I understand. Enough. Well, yeah. what you might want to do is have a nice, relaxing cocktail. 
you know, oh, yeah. before you get out and start the marching and the signs and all of that, you might want to just cool out, have a cocktail, like the cocktail of the week, perhaps. Yeah, let's come back to it. Okay. We can go over to Papa Didi with what's what? popping. Yes, 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 you got to work. <laughs> Put him to work, huh? <laughs> Put him to work. And we'll come back to uh, Kettle with the cocktail of the week. I know she's fired up after Kettle's Corner. So yeah. I'm going to let her I'll go ahead and call, get it together. And we're going to shift gears and go to Papa Didi with what's popping. So uh, the question is, Papa Didi, what's popping? Well, you know, so much stuff going on. Um... Yeah. I like that song by Prince right there. We all do. But what's popping? You know, I want to talk about the night of, like you were saying, Kettle. You know, we we we're always on blast. But what I don't like is that the, the networks be showing us be getting shot, and they act like that's a sport on TV. And they always use the little term. I just want to warn you that what you're about to see is graphic. And they're going to show. They're going. You're going to hear the two shots. It just seems like when black people get shot, it's almost the networks look at look at it as good TV, and you hear the shots just like when the gentleman got killed in in South Carolina, where he got out of the car, started running, and yeah. the cops shot him while he was running. How the fuck do you shoot somebody when they're running in another direction? No threat to you, no obvious gun, but you just shot him to stop his movement, and and shot him midstream. And the whole situation with the whole child support thing that he was running because he wanted to get caught up in. Now, what did that mean now that the man is dead? Now that the kid ain't going to get a fucking dime now that he's dead. Mm-hmm. So what the hell? I mean, and they showed that over and over again, him getting shot. You know, they showed every situation of black people in the midst of them getting in their situation. But I've never seen white people being shown on TV in their distressed situation. And I always go back to the white woman that was killed who worked for the radio station, where the black guy killed her at that little uh, that little dock, that little pier dock. Remember that morning that the, the white girl was... I he, do remember that. He claimed that the white girl was getting more stories than her. He went out to a story she had and shot her in cold blood right there. In fact, he shot the... Uh, the cameraman. The cameraman, too. That was her boyfriend. He shot the two of them. And the girl who was being interviewed because she had a restaurant or something on the pier, she was all freaked out. She's fucked up for the rest of her life, you know, because she seen the motherfucker getting shot right in front of her. The brother came. But they did not show that story. They didn't show her being shot. They didn't show none of that. You're right. They and stopped just the footage to, they, right at that point. Yeah, they didn't show any of that. And another thing, too, it, it, but it does not stop there. Also, when you go to different situations, when you ever look at the show, there was a show on years ago, I don't know if it's still there, show women having babies. It was a, um, one of the cable channels you would see the raw of women having babies. It was some type of medical show. And and every time they had a woman there having babies, they would show black women. Because, first of all, the white women were saying, well, how much fuck you going to charge me to put the camera all up in my pussy? Okay? Mm-hmm. But black women don't say that shit. But the white women wanted to get paid. And they would say, well, we ain't paying y'all shit. And so they move on. But as a black girl, and the black people were like, okay, can I get a copy of it? Kind of shit. I mean, because mm-hmm. it seemed like sometimes our, 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 we may be honest as people raised from honest parents, but 
people that are into profiting from us will take our honesty as ignorance. Okay? So when you're when your honesty is taken as ignorance, that's pretty fucked up. Okay? Cuz you're trying to be honest based on the people that raised you and the people that's making a profit off your ass calling you ignorant and stupid. You know what I mean? So that's some sad stuff. Very sad. And that's how it is today. When I look at a show where they show these women having babies in the raw, it was some type of uh, uh, National Geographic, some shit, where I wouldn't say National Geographic. It was more of a... Uh, like Discovery. Discovery, or yeah, Discovery. Yeah. They were showing big women having babies. Every time you've seen women have babies, women moaning and shit, and they showed the circumference of how wide the vagina opens up and all this shit, it was a black woman. I'm saying, well, goddamn. Where are the white women at? They haven't just many babies. But the white women saying, oh, no, I need $30,000, you know? Mm-hmm. But the black, black women ain't thinking like that. And they say, okay, oh, don't worry about it. We'll give you a hotel room and, you know, some other stupid shit they lay on black people to make them. They, they look and see what our values are. When people offer you shit, that way they're seeing how much can they buy you for. You know what I mean? If that white woman said 30000 if they can get that black woman, they will only offer the black woman if she asks for it. But believe me, if you don't ask for money, motherfuckers ain't going to give you no money. But if you ask for some shit like a turkey fucking sandwich or some more stupid shit, then that's what people are going to give you. And, you know, it's so sad, man, that our our lack of education, our lack of aggressiveness, even when we go in business, when you go in business, you need to be, you know, just like the song says, if you want to be rich. You know the song, if you want to ride, go ride the white pony. The line in that song makes all the sense in the world is, if you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch. Okay, that's, that's, that is fucking bond. If you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch. Look at Oprah. Oprah's like, fuck all of y'all. Okay? What I go for, I go for. What I don't go for, I don't go for. And that's how she lived her life. That was her, that was her, that she held on to that. And that's how she became a billionaire. Because after a while, you're going to have to be a, a strong-willed person that knows how to say no to people, knows how to tell people kiss your ass, who you're going to pick, who you're going to go for, what you're going to do. If you don't have those type of adjustments in your life, you would never be rich. You cannot be rich being a nice, wholesome person. Even though your parents taught you that shit, after a while, the bitch is going to come out of you. If you're a female entrepreneur trying to be rich, you're going to fuck around one day and be a bitch because you're going to find out all that casual, nice, feminine bullshit is going to get you pushed to the side. They're going to mug you in your face and knock you down. So after a while, you're going to say, yo, fuck you. I will kick you in your balls. Get out of my way, motherfucker, and get your shit right. And this is what females realize at the while. It's like, yo, I got threatened that motherfucker with a testicle kick in order to get him off my ass. It's just the way it is. If you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch. You want to get even with your fucking ex-husband or whatever, you got to one day reveal yourself to that motherfucker and say, fuck you, motherfucker. You know what I mean? And you got to step up your game. That's just the way life is. And once you step up your game, motherfuckers realize you're serious. We only live in one life here. We live in one life. You got to skull fuck motherfuckers. Skull fuck them. That means stick your dick in the side of their head and skull fuck them. Skull fuck them. All right, that's, that's all I got to say about it. Anyway. Okay, dokey. Off of giving it to us raw. <laughs> Ooh, 
boy. I'm over here cracking up. Papa, you got me tonight, boy. I'm telling you. Skullfucker. I like that song, uh, The White Horse, boy. Yeah. If you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. If you want to ride, going to ride oh, the white horse. That was actually that was actually like tapping some white ass with that song, man. Really? If you want to ride, go ride the white horse. Oh yeah, well that was a thing. See, it there was, was two times in life. See, well, well, cocaine. that's too. It, it it was cocaine, also getting some white pussy. It, it's two I thought other. it was about an equestrian situation. <sighs> Boy, red yeah, wine okay. is so sick. All right, red wine, go red to wine is so sick. <laughs> you know, there's two other. There's other. There's two other ways that you can get some. You know, get some foreign. Is um, you know, it's like uh, uh, what's that called? Cinco de Mayo, Spanish joint. Mm-hmm. Right, you okay. can go get you some Spanish pussy that night, and also um, oh, uh, what what's the other one called? The St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, St. Patrick's Day. You, you can go get you some Irish pussy that night. So yeah. those are two nights that you can I, I, definitely get you. Can, I, how do we get on that subject, Paul? But anyway, <laughs> I don't even know. I ain't going to mess with you tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, you want to you want to get out of the, your regular we routine. We went from the white pony. To no, if you want to get out of your yeah. regular routine, the two nights, if you want to get out of your regular routine, the two nights you can go get you some strange, is single to my, you can go get you some Spanish coochie, and on St. Patrick's Day, you can go get you some Irish coochie, because they, they're fucked up. Oh, They've been drinking all day. Anyway, I'm okay. gonna shut up because y'all. I thought I was an adult what, crowd, but y'all too young for me. What, so I ain't gonna. I might gonna try to mature you. I'm just wondering why I gotta wait for those two days. Anyway, but. yeah, well, that, those are days you go get you. You go get you. You go get you some strange. I'm just saying, why you gotta wait for those two days? Well, that's the day that Trump. It's another 363 days. Oh. So, right. Anyhow, let's, speaking of cocktails, yeah, let's get into the cocktails. Bobby, he didn't mess my head all the way up. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> all right. All right. This cocktail Let's get back to that cocktail. Called, what you got for it? It's called the Maple Bourbon Mash. And it consists of, um, it even sounds good. It sounds tasty. So half an ounce of pure maple syrup, a half an ounce of fresh orange juice, a quarter ounce of fresh lemon juice, Four dashes of uh, Aragostoro bitters, <clears throat> a half a orange wheel, uh, two ounces of bourbon. I mean, if you want it stronger, you can do three. Um, ice, and one and a half ounces of chilled seltzer. So, in a water glass, we're going to combine the maple syrup with the orange juice, lemon uh, juice, and bitters. Add the orange wheel and lightly muddle. Add the bourbon and stir well. Fill the glass with ice and top with the chilled seltzer. Pretty good. Something different. Okay, that does sound good. I would try that. Yeah, something, yeah, something different. Okay, well, thank you, Kevin. <clears throat> You're welcome. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. Yeah, thank you so much. Merci beaucoup. The cocktail of the week is brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Um. Also, shout out to new comedy series called Pump, like Pumping Iron, Pump. It's on a brand new network that just launched on May 1st. The new network is called Urban Flicks, F-L-I-X, Urban Flicks TV. Uh, You can find them at urbanflickstv.com. 
The TV series is called Pump, and a friend of the show, Lynette Tichelle, is a co-writer and one of the uh, stars of the show. It is really good, very funny, so check them out, urbanflixtv.com. And uh, thank you, D.C. Homegrown, for sponsoring the Cocktail of the Week. And uh, we're going to lighten it up and move right over to the weird news. And I'm going to kick it off with this thing um, in going back to Georgia again. Speedy Gonzalez has been arrested in Georgia. Yes, Speedy Gonzalez. This is out of Lawrenceville, Georgia. After months on the run, a mail fraud suspect who lived up to his legal name, Speedy Gonzalez, has been arrested in Georgia. Uh Uh-oh. The 35-year-old Buford man, who shares a name with the fast-running cartoon mouse, was taken into custody last weekend during a traffic stop um, in Gwinnett County. Authorities began looking for Gonzalez after a victim reported in January that multiple checks were stolen from their mailbox. Police determined that Gonzalez was the one who swiped the checks and then went to a Home Depot and bought more than $3,000 worth of merchandise with the money he got from the checks after returning the items for cash. What? Wait a minute. He bought more than $3,000 worth of merchandise with the funds before returning the items for cash. Okay. Mm. Police identified Gonzalez as a suspect in March, but he managed to elude authorities for another month because he's Speedy Gonzalez. And investigators said that he even appeared in Tennessee before they caught him over the weekend. So he was all over the place. Uh, he was booked in jail, into jail on charges of forgery, identity theft, and theft by deception. Uh, he also had outstanding warrants in another county in Georgia and in Alabama on similar counts. Gee, that's Speedy Gonzalez. They finally got him. Arriba, arriba, andale, andale. I used to love that cartoon. All right, we're going over to you, Papa Didi. Me? Yep. You're what up. I do? <laughs> Nothing yet. It's your weird news. What you got for us? Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Pint-sized driver surprises Utah troopers. Pint-sized. Let's see what's up with this. This is in Ogden, Utah. Now, I know, what is the main area? What is one of the main cities in Utah? Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Anything other than that, your ass is in the sticks. <laughs> okay. Okay. Utah Highway. Now, this is an area called Ogwen. Ogwen, Utah. Population of black folks, less, less than 1%. <laughs> less than 1%. Okay. This is from the Associated Press. Associated Press, they ain't with some dog ass. They hang anywhere. They'll take video and, and, and audio of any goddamn thing. They don't care. Anyway, a Utah Highway Patrol trooper got a pint-sized surprise when he pulled over a five-year-old driver. What? Okay, who was swerving so badly he thought the driver needed medical attention. The trooper's name was Rick Morgan. He said that uh, his name was uh, Andre Zappa, Zappamari, Zappamaro. He'll turn six next month. Five-year-old kid did not respond to his lights when he ordered him to pull over with the sirens and everything on Interstate 15, which was in an area called Ogwen, uh, Ogwen, Utah, on Monday. Okay. Now, the police officer said, I approached the vehicle 
and I was expecting to find someone who needed some ambulance attention or paramedics based on how vicious they were driving. Mm -hmm. All right? This is what Morgan said, the trooper Rick Morgan. But when the window came down, Morgan said it was a it was pretty clear that uh it was a very uh underage driver who was behind the wheel. The boy was sitting on the edge of the seat to reach the brake pedal, the troop said. When asked, Morgan said that his the guy's name is Adrian, is what his name is. Adrian told him he was going to his sister's house in California. What? <laughs> Wait, this boy was five? Yeah, the five-year-old said, when the police asked him, what are you doing? He said, I'm going to my sister's house in California. The boy told another trooper that he wanted to buy a Labradini, and he got there, and when he got there, and then flashed, and when he flashed open his wallet, showing his cash to purchase <laughs> Let me fucking regroup myself here, okay? Hey, is this a five-year-old or is this a midget? Five-year-old said, I'm going to California. He said, I'm going to California to visit my sister. And when I get to California, I'm going to buy a Labradini. Now, when he opened up his wallet, all the five-year-old had in his wallet was $3. <laughs> Lamborghini with three dollars. He got three dollars in his pocket. Okay, his parents were contacted, oh and they came and took custody of their son and the vehicle. Oof. Okay, Adrian was uh, had long dreamed of owning his own Labradini, and spent hours oh, watching God. videos of luxury sports cars and race cars. His sister Sydney said. Oh my said. gosh. Okay, on oh, on Tuesday, God. a local Labrad on Tuesday now, a local Labradini owner treated Adrian to ride. Up and down the street with the boy in the passenger seat. Now, now wait a minute. See, you know what? Here, see, see, this is white privilege begins. White privilege begins right here. See, white folks, get, white folks get fucked up in the head early because first of all, they don't get arrested for shit. Okay, they don't get disciplined for shit. Now you got a Labradini dealer. Yeah, it was a joke. But then now the boy gonna grow up totally corrupted because you know he can get away with shit, and it just was amazing. And now the Labradini dealership got the boy riding in there, and they. Mm. Lord, I, I yeah, that is crazy it. part. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So how you, in the hell he was driving? He, how was he able to 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 um touch the pedals and stuff? He could be just a smart kid. Oh, he could be, be a, a big five year old or tall yeah. maybe. You never well, they know. said he was swerving, so he's not a good driver. Mm -hmm. And also, like okay. I said, that was Ogden, that was Ogden, Utah, which is rural area. Okay, yep. rural, yep. rural. Yep. Wide open. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of these kids, if you live out in farmland areas, they've been driving truckers, tractors. Yeah, eight years they've been old. driving tractors since they could walk. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. Eight yeah. nine years. Old. <laughs> He probably been driving tractors and figured it's no difference. He jumped right, right behind the wheel. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Moving on. All right. What's your weird news, Louisiana police search for aggressive chicken. What the hell does that mean? Wait a minute. The cops Walker, are looking for a chicken? Yes, aggressive. In Walker, Louisiana, police are searching for an aggressive chicken 
accused of engaging in foul play at Louisiana <laughs> Bank. Really? The Walker Police Department responded to a complaint oh, about about the brazen animal Friday, the agency said in a social media post over the weekend. Witnesses told police the chicken had been spotted at the bank multiple times last week at this bank, approaching patrons oh, at the ATM, chasing customers, oh, even attempting to climb into cars in the drive-thru. Officials said officers responded to the to the bank within a few minutes, but found the pesky poultry had already escaped. The suspect (laughs) remains on the loose, (laughs) and police advised residents to avoid uh, confronting the chicken and instead call for help. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Don't go too long. We got a crazy chicken going around attacking folks. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. This has been too funny. I guess I guess he's trying to get some money out of the ATM. You know, he's plucking them for cash. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh no. <laughs> that was crazy. Mhm. Yeah. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. That was a good one. All right, welcome back to the John Party One Hill's Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir. And it's time for I'm Just Saying. Okay. So tonight, uh, I just lost my place. Tonight, I'm just saying, just just get on with the process. That's my topic for tonight. Just get on with the process. Um, and this is to all the people out there that are protesting their state government trying to uh, trying to press the government to reopen businesses like right now ahead of the planned schedule. I'm just saying, just get on with the process. Get with the process. That's what I'm saying. Get with the process. I cannot understand how these people go and get in their vehicles. They come out there with their signs, screaming and yelling, demanding that the governors or the mayors reopen the city, even while... The numbers of people infected and dying from COVID-19 are still going up. Now, we know that people want to get back to work, and but you're going to have to wait until it's safe to do that. What part of death and destruction do these people not understand? I'm just saying, can you just get with the process? Now, normally, I'm the one that says fight against the status quo, swim upstream, fight the power, fight the man, all of that. But in this case, I'm saying that you got people out there that are showing up with weapons. They come out there with their MAGA signs and their Trump signs, which I still don't get the relevance. But nonetheless, they're out there. They're yelling about what they demand. Well, here's the thing. Nobody cares what you demand. People are losing their friends, losing their family over this stuff. It's not a joke. And these people out there pissed because they can't go to the beach. Because they can't go to their favorite store or their favorite restaurant. Give me a break. I'm just saying, can you just get with the process? I understand about the small businesses that need to reopen so they can make money and keep their business afloat. I fully get that. But when I watch the news every day and I see people gathering in clusters in various public places, nobody's got a mask on. 
I'm like, what part of you need to wear masks did you not get? But they're out there, no masks, all clustered up together. And like I said, with the Trump signs and the MAGA signs, I don't understand what does your love or support for Trump have to do with this. These are two separate things. Why are you out there with signs talking about Trump and and I love America and all of this? That has nothing to do with what you supposedly out there protesting. But nonetheless, I'm saying get with the process. They will reopen stuff when it is safe. If you rush it, we're going to end up in a mess. It'll end up worse than what we're dealing with now. The whole point was to flatten the curve, not to tickle your fancy. You want your fancy tickle, you need to get with a private situation and do that yourself. Now, as an entrepreneur myself, I understand this one thing. When one door shuts, you got to find a way to reinvent yourself, reinvent your product, and you find a way to open a new door. You don't just sit around waiting on the government to come up with something or anybody or anything else. But in this case, the government needs to just do their job and do what they promised. That whole system is all screwed up. They promised checks. They promised relief. A lot of people didn't get anything but talk. So I'm saying you can't sit back and, and rely on that. You better figure out how to get yourself out of that situation. A lot of people have figured out how to make money even while we're quarantined. I heard a business today talk about it was a um, a company that provides food to restaurants, and they said, well, the restaurants are closed, so we started delivering to homes because people still got to eat. So they said, hey, we're not going to sit here and complain about we can't make any money, we can't do anything. They turned their business model into something new, and now they're delivering groceries directly to the customer. So they found a new way to profit. And that's what I'm saying with some of these businesses. A lot of them have started doing that. But you have other people sitting back blaming and waiting on the government. The government is not going to save you. That's all I'm trying to tell you people. So for those people who keep complaining about reopenness and we want to go to the beach and we want this and that, shut up and get with the program. That's what all I'm saying. This is red wine, and I'm just saying, get with the process so we all can live. That's what I got for you. That was nice. That was nice, red wine. That was good. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard. But, you know, these fools out there with those stupid signs, especially the ones that show up with guns and stuff, who are you coming to shoot? If it's supposed to be a peaceful protest, why are you out there with rifles and handguns and all of that? Mm-hmm. What you going to do? Go in and storm the state capitol? Yeah, get the freak out of here with that. Okay. That was very nice. Very nice. But the one thing I want to add to that is that those are white people. And I know you're very diplomatic and you would never come out strongly and say that. They ain't nothing but some damn white folks, man. And like I said, when we say a reference to white people, we this is not no radical show. You know what I mean? This isn't no over-the-top, you know, uh, Black Panther, red, black, and green fucking dashis and, and you know, Afro picks in our fucking hair kind of stuff. You know what I mean? We ain't rolling like that. But we calling it what it is, you know, because we would be unfaithful to life if we didn't call stuff for what it exactly is. 
them jokers get in front of City Hall and they're complaining about this and that. You look out there and there's white folks, and the white folks kill me because they, they think they put on fucking sunglasses that they're just hidden from the world. You ever notice that? Mm-hmm. They go in there and talk, yeah, we need to get them, blah, 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 blah. And they got the old sunglasses on. And the white guys fuck around and grow this beard look like a fucking grizzly bear. So now you can't recognize them. So some shit go down, they'll go shave their shit and get their so clean face again, put their wire gla- wire frame glasses on. Yeah. And become the like and, and become the corporate motherfucker again by Monday morning. But on the weekend they all bearded out with their because a lot of them look at fucking David Letterman. You seen him lately? This boy looks like a fucking beast. No, I haven't seen oh him. Oh my before. god. David Letterman grows a beard like a beast. They all do. They all do. I think the white boys, they act clean shaved and, you know, but them boys don't shave for two or three days. They get beastly. That's just what they are. They just some beastly motherfuckers. Undercover but when they, beast. When they, trying to, when they trying to project an image to society, they'll shave their shit, put on some wireframe glasses, and put a halo on their fucking head, and they some Honest John motherfuckers. Really? Give me a break, you sneaky, creepy motherfuckers, okay? <laughs> I'm not buying the bullshit. Anyway, I hear you. So we're gonna go into my segment called "Living for the City." Okay, right. let's talk about that racist right. fucking NFL. Let's talk about that racist fucking Ooh. NFL, the National Ooh. Football League. Okay, get them pop. It should mean the Negroes. You ain't got nothing coming. That's what they're saying. Now, these jokers are so racist. See, one thing about football. Football is just straight modern day slavery. Okay, all you have is thirty two teams. But see, black folks don't seem to realize that, but the white folks do. So they know that if you're going to be a part of the NFL, you're only going to be on part of 32 teams. So the white folks will do anything they could do to hold on to what they got. Now, they'll get rid of bad blacks that talk and speak their mind. They get rid of them. The coach of the uh, Houston Texans got rid of different people this year because he didn't like the way they were. One guy, when he was coaching the Eagles, he got rid of three or four Eagles because he didn't like what they were doing. Well, hell, all y'all millionaires, all millionaires are players. I don't give a shit black, white, or indifferent. If you're making more than a million dollars a year, you're just a player like anything else. So how can you call a black person a um, some type of a hot dog or overzealous when you're a coach making $10 million a year? So you just as, but you're going to wait till you get to your neighborhood and show your ass. It's so sad that People that make big money are just cocky and jockey from the beginning. So there's no way a coach going to call a player a hot dog. When you a hot dog, you damn so. But you just do your hot, you're, you're hot dog in behind closed doors, in your own confounds. Around white folks, you show your ass. Because the brothers show their ass in public, you look look down on them. But as as, as entertainers by nature... Black people are more theatrical type people. That's why we do stuff in celebration of ourselves and we, we front the game and we, we do our little thing and we do our celebration and we you know we score a touchdown, we do our little dance because that's what we're made of. And that's what's making money for you slave driving ass owners, you know? So so don't even act like, you know, but when one of them get too, too into itself, now you're getting jealous because you sitting there with a fat-ass stomach, and you're 55, 65 years old, look like you're 80, and now you're pissed off because this young guy is, is doing his thing. I mean, it's just it's a mess. The NFL is so racist. For example, for example, 
My man Cam Newton can't even get a team to play for this year. But they got the boy Dalton from the uh, the, the Cincinnati Bengals and put him on the, where did he go to the, uh, I think he went to the Dallas Cowboys as a backup quarterback for Dak, for Dak Prescott. Now, I don't mean to talk football and throw anybody off. It's not in the football. But Dak Prescott was trying to get a contract for the last six, seven months from the Cowboys, but they've been holding back. But then you're going to get that redhead boy who was the lead quarterback from the Cincinnati Bengals and bring him in to back up Dak, quarter, Dak Prescott, but you never gave Dak Prescott a fucking contract. So how are you going to bring somebody under him for one year for $17 million and you never gave a damn contract to Dak Prescott, who was your original quarterback? You playing with his emotions and with his situation and everything, playing on him as a black man that you don't want to give what you're supposed to give to him. It's amazing how whenever black people are involved, white people just cannot fucking do the full Monty. You know what I mean? Full Monty. Full Monty means open up the towel and show your dick. Full Monty. Okay, when somebody say full Monty, full exposure, drop your fucking halter top and show your titties. Full Monty. When anybody says full Monty, that means they want to see the whole fucking smear. The cunt hairs, the whole nine, the whole fucking penis from the fucking shaft to the motherfucking entry point. The whole nine. Is it going to say full Monty? But when it comes to black people, they never can go full Monty. But they'll throw white boys contracts like it ain't shit. You know, they gave fucking, uh, what's the boy's name? Uh, Rivers. What was his first name? Bill. Phil Rivers, I, Red Wine knows his shit. Phil Rivers went, to, he was fucked up with the, uh, and I'm going to keep it real. Phil Rivers was fucked up with the um, the Los Angeles Chargers. They got rid of him, released his ass. The damn uh, Colts, the Indianapolis Colts picked him up for $25 million for one year. Phil Rivers is old as hell and needs to retire. They hired him for $25 million. Okay, Tom Brady. Left the New England Patriots. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers signed him for two years for $50 million fucking dollars. You can't even give Dak Prescott a fucking contract for the Dallas Cowboys yet, but you hired the white boy Dalton underneath him, and Dalton just started himself. So what they're saying is that, fuck you, Dak. Fucking Dalton from Cincinnati Biggles, the redhead white boy. He got nice red hair. He got like his red hair. It's fucking red as shit. It's crazy. Anyway... You know, they they brought Dak they brought the white boy in there with the red hair underneath him for seventeen million. They didn't even give Dak Prescott a contract, like I said earlier. But they gave Tom Brady two years with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, fifty million fucking dollars. Now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ain't shit. They ain't been shit for five years. And now you're gonna fuck around being Tom Brady act like they're gonna be good overnight. Yeah. And then you brought Tom. Then you brought the other boy to the New New England Saints. I mean the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Drew Brees signed his ass for two years for fifty million dollars. Why are these white boys getting straight contracts? And you ain't full Monty. Like I said, I ain't gonna describe what full Monty is again. Okay, but you giving them full Monty. But you can't even give Cam Newton a fucking job. You couldn't even get the other boy. What's the name? Jameis Winston, a job. You got black men out there trying to get a job in the game for years, but Tom Brady is, what, 43 years old? Fucking uh, Rivers is, like, fucking 42. Drew Brees is 41. 
Cam Newton is like 35, and you can't get that brother a contract? Believe me, and I'm going to close with this saying, all the black people you see in the NFL, that's bullshit. All that is is a, a, a smoke screen. That's just, that's just the, the little, you know, everything that's, that's being out there to show the look. But the ownership is on white folks. Just like when you're in a restaurant in a store. They got black folks everywhere. The waiter, the person dumping trash, the person behind the bar. Everybody's black, black, black. Especially in Prince George County in Maryland. Black, black, black. Black everywhere. But you got a fucking hair in your food. Who's the one that comes to, to, to offer you the free meal because of hair in the food? A fucking white guy from the back. Now you got enough black folks in there to make a fucking Tarzan movie. But when you got a hair in your fucking food, who comes out of the back? A fucking white person every time. It's fucking bullshit. Please. Come on. Come on. Anyway, I'm done. That's uh, that's what's happening with living for the city. Hey. Anyway. Pop the mic on that. Right what's that? Yep. He dropped I'm the mic saying. on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, red wine. <laughs> you taking her? You taking her saying? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. All right, don't get it twisted. All right. It's crazy out there. It's crazy out there. Look, look beyond the look, okay? Because life ain't fair at all. Now, like I said, on the situation, whenever black folks get killed by people, they show their video every time. Their mothers and sisters and brothers got to watch them getting shot on video over and over again. I ain't never seen nobody play back a video of black people getting shot. I mean, white people getting shot for nothing. But when a black person gets shot by a cop, yeah, let's show the video again. We just want to let you know that this video is graphic. Yeah, it's graphic because you saw somebody's son getting shot over and over again on fucking TV. Really? What if it was your goddamn son? Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I'm leaving. Fuck the mic on the ass! I ain't scared of you, mother. Let me just close it. Yeah. That's right. The following program right. contains coarse language and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. That's right. That's a disclosure. If you ain't grown, stay on the goddamn porch. <laughs> you should have done that in the get-go. Uh, yeah, I know. That's a little late. That's a little late. They yeah, the engineer was late on that one. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a disclaimer after the fact. Yeah, anyway. Okay. All right. Anyway. Go to Hollywood. I'm going to make it short. Yeah. Go to Hollywood. Like y'all say, let's lighten it yeah, up. Yeah, let's lighten it up. <laughs> let's Papa lighten it up. Woo-wee. My ears are still ringing. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's happening? Look, in my phone number out there. Somebody might call and comment on 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 what you said tonight, Pop. That's all right. They can do what they want yeah. to do. Well, if you want to, go for it. Nine one four eight zero three four three zero six. If I was a slave, yeah. I've been a dead slave, honey. You hear me? If I was a slave, I've been Ooh. a dead slave, honey. Don't play with me. <laughs> all right, Kevin. The floor is yours. All right. Meek Mill is expecting a baby. He got the good news from his uh, model um, girlfriend, Milan Harris, on his 33rd birthday on Wednesday. This is his um, third child. This is her first. So should be interesting. Um, also, supermodel Naomi Campbell. She can add professional photographer to her resume. Um, ah. This is the first time that 
she um, that um, model on the front of Essence has taken their photograph themselves on their iPhone because of this COVID nineteen thing. Um, she had to do her makeup, hair, everything, set up everything. So that's interesting. All right. Um, yeah, she did a hair, makeup, own styling before turning the lens on herself to do what would be the first ever Essence magazine cover shot entirely on an iPhone. Well, I mean, iPhone, they really getting the plug for real, right? <laughs> yeah, they are. They think they slit. Uh, uh-huh. They, they can, you can do a lot on the iPhone. You know, they got those big posters and everything up, um, you know, yeah, shot by happened? iPhone. Also, I can do it um, on my Android, Android too. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Cuomo is down for Robert De Niro to play him. Hollywood is buzzing about um, Robert De Niro playing Cuomo. Uh, you know, uh, I guess they're gonna create a movie around um, Cuomo. You know, talking the that. pandemic and uh, everything. Yeah. So he he said he's down. See, Hollywood's too. already planning to do the movie on the COVID nineteen situation. Mm. I'm quite sure. Yeah, I'm they don't quite waste sure. Any time. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't. Um, also, um, last but not least, a baby face. He's going to do uh, something on Instagram um, on Sunday, Mother's Day, and uh, uh, it's going to be kind of related to the um, waiting to exhale. It's been 25 years. It don't seem like it, but it has. So. Um, wow. The famed soundtrack featured an all-star lineup of female vocals like Whitney Houston, um, of course, my girl Mary J. Blige, um, sang the famous Not Gonna Cry, um, Tony Braxton, Faith Evans, Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle, Shaka Khan, and Brandy. Wow. That was, that was a nice album right there. So uh, check him out on Instagram on, on uh, Sunday for Mother's Day. And he's going to do a tribute um, to his mom also. They showed some clips on TV about it. So, pretty nice. So, that's my Hollywood wrap-up. I told you short and sweet tonight. That takes us to uh, the, the Kiss It list, Papa Didi. Can you tell everybody about uh, what exactly is the world-famous Kiss It list? Kiss list is the, the list of people that showed they, they butt hiney over the last week or so. And uh, we put them on blast, and we got a song for them at the end. First one I put up on the phone list is that father and son duo that shot that brother in Georgia and killed him. He was just jogging. They grabbed their guns and followed him. A typical, uh, what's his name, George Zimmerman? Uh, yeah, George move. Mm-hmm. A George Zimmerman move. Came in there. Well, there were recent robberies in the neighborhood. We thought he was a whatever. What the, who, who's paying you to think? Yeah. It was the afternoon when somebody's jogging. You see a black man run by, and the first thing you do is grab your guns like he's a fucking deer or something. Like you, like you hunting squirrel or like you hunting. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. Put their asses on the kiss list first and foremost. Okay, on and the that racist ass, racist ass NFL. Don't forget them. Yep. And that guy you said wore the KKK uh, hood in that grocery store. Yeah, we well, don't know his yeah, name, sure. but yeah. Walking around like a man. Yeah, he's walking around with a Klan hood on, like he's just so free. Like Trump then gave him rank and privilege to walk around with a, a, a hoodie on. 
and people just stayed away from his ass saying, the guy got to be packing the gun because if you're going to wear a Klan hood in a grocery store in 2020, you've got to have a hood. you got to have a gun. you got to be real crazy or, or real strapped. Or real strapped, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. nobody fucked with him. Because or both, knew. and yeah. that's even worse. Mm-hmm. Also, we got Barry, mm-hmm. Barry Biffle, the CEO of Frontier Air. Frontier Airlines. Yeah, ripping oh, people yeah, off. Sure. They were they were charging people to have an empty seat beside them when doing a COVID disease there was nobody riding the planes anyway. How you gonna charge somebody for a seat that was empty anyway? And they got flagged <laughs> on that because the guy said the plane was fucking empty. So why are you charging me for a seat now? Well you want an empty seat, we gotta charge you for that seat. Yeah. You wasn't going to sit nobody next to his ass anyway. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, this shit that people do. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, I'm just going to shut up. I'm just trying and to And also, it. I got Speedy Gonzalez, that man that was uh, stealing checks, cashing checks, stealing people's ID and all of that name, down in Georgia. Their name was Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, his legal name is Speedy Gonzalez. Jesus. Put him on a kissing mm-hmm. list because you out there running around stealing people's money. People need their money, man. Come on. There's a pandemic going on. Um, we got Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell, right? For, yeah, of course. For promoting, always. That, for promoting uh, that racist ass NFL. Oh, and 45, don't think you got away this week. We tried not to do any stories circling around you, but you are still the king of the kiss it list. You and your crony. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the head of the. Uh, oh, shoot. I huh? can't even think of the man's name. Head of what? Uh, not FBI. What's his name? Uh, Attorney General. Barr. Barr. Barr is on the kiss it list. Mm-hmm. Pence is on the kiss it list for going up in that clinic. The bar is... clinic, not wearing a mask. Well, Pence don't wear a mask. He don't want to mess up his hair. He's got well, he's that. trying oh. to kiss Trump's butt too. Pence so. got that pretty white hair. You ever see his hair? He think his hair is uh-huh. so goddamn pretty. But when he went to the auto uh, manufacturing joint, he had a mask on. And that was after the Mayo Clinic. So that shows you what kind of punk he is. But <laughs> anyway. Wine is getting it in. <laughs> saying, get on my nerves. And also, all these people out on the beach and people with these MAGA signs and Trump signs demanding that the government reopen uh, your state ahead of time. You mm-hmm. can go chill out, but you're on the kiss it list. Uh, we trying to kill each else? other. Yeah, you're trying to kill us all. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Some of us want to live. Y'all can go lay mm-hmm. out on the beach and worship the sun later. Yeah, well, they hate black folks. They love to go be Go lay nice out in your backyard if you're at press. They love to be nice and brown. They hate all black folks. worshipers of male, go out in your they backyard. They love to be nice and brown. Stand in front of your I apartment gotta go building. I got to go get brown. I got to go get brown. Well, you know, the sun is out everywhere, so you don't have to go mm-hmm. to the beach. Go turn yeah, on the water hose in be, your own house. You ever be in the office on a Monday morning when two white folks come back after a sunny weekend? Damn, look at you. Where'd you get that tan? Oh, my God. They fucking you know, some years on. ago in an mm-hmm. office I used to work in, mm-hmm. I actually had this white girl stick her arm out next to mine trying to compare her tan to mm. my natural melanin. And I was like, you know, she better be glad that I was recently out of high school because if she had caught me now, Ooh, the red wine of the day. that tan right off of her. I like, if you want your mind. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, uh, uh. 
I'm okay, brown let's like put her you. on the kiss it list. You want to be right. Negro? <laughs> <laughs> we got something for everybody on this week's kiss it list. And yeah. Kiss my entire ass. Kiss my Kiss my ass. You can just kiss my ass. Baby, you can just kiss my ass. Oh. You can't kiss my country ass. I said if you got a problem with any of that, you can't kiss my natural born redneck to the bone. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Salud. Oh, boy. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, right. we're yeah. about to wrap it up. Yeah, we got this. Mm-hmm. We're going into... Yep. Okay. Uh, we're going to the last word. If you joined the show late, boy, you miss Ooh. a lot because Kettle was carrying mm-hmm. on earlier. <laughs> yeah, and they ain't complaining. <laughs> Isn't that simple, Kettle? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I had my little piece, but I, I think you took the show tonight, Father. <laughs> no, I didn't. See, that's those people that'll break something, and then when the mm-hmm. parents come in the room, they hand uh-huh. the evidence to the other kid. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, I'm a good uh, Okay. All righty. Well, it's time for the last word. Um, Papa Didi, what's your last word for tonight? Uh, my last word is, uh, you know, be careful out there. You know, just watch this. Society's a mess anymore with with all the COVID stuff and people that been making money aren't making money, so they're tripping out. You know, they're desperate. And, you know, just, just be cool, you know. And uh, like I said, be careful. Watch yourself out there today. There's some really... A lot of people out there today that don't mean you well, so. Well, thank you. Merci. Um, My last word is I just want to say, um, again, if you haven't checked out uh, this new streaming platform, Urban Flicks TV, please go check that out, urbanflickstv.com. They've got um, several other scripted programs on there, but definitely check out Pump. It's a new comedy series. Uh, and it's really good, very entertaining, uh, seven days free. So you can check out all six episodes that are available for Pump within that seven-day free period. So uh, as your boy would say, what do you have to lose? Go check it out, urbanflixtv.com. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, that's all I have. Uh, over to you, okay. Kevin. What's your last? My last word is, uh, like Papa said earlier, just be safe out there. And the commentary that I gave earlier, if you didn't hear it, you guys got to go back on um, com. And uh, next time, get here a little early so you can know what's going on. <laughs> also, um, for the people that are out here jogging and biking and all of that, wear a mask. Just be safe. Let's be safe and sorry. So. That's my last word. Amen. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to thank our uh, parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. They pay all the bills, so we don't have to, and we appreciate that. Um, we just want to thank everybody for hanging out with us. Um, again, shout out to the Bombshell Experience Dot Shop, uh, Black Entrepreneur who's local, doing her thing with the cosmetics and body care products. So check them out. Check out uh, PumpSeries.com, or you can go to UrbanFlixTV.com and check out a new TV series called Pump. It will crack you up, I'm trying to tell you. It's edgy. It's funny. It'll keep you going. So check that out. And uh, let's see. What else do we have? Again, our condolences to Papa Didi's family on their loss. Uh we're standing with you, and um, that's all we have. Anything else, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're going to get on out of here and say goodnight then. Say goodnight, Papa Dee. Good night, everybody. Say goodnight, mm-hmm. Kettle. Good night. And this is Red Wine. Bonsoir. Till next week. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.